What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another damn podcast. Another damn podcast. Presented by our damn self. 337. Yes. 337, yeah. Mm-hmm. On um the cusp of Thanksgiving, we'll call this, yeah. <laughs> On the cusp of it, yeah. A few days before Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs> Thanksgiving, yeah. So uh it, if you haven't, take them damn turkeys out. <laughs> Put them in your refrigerator. They should have been thawing Friday. You should have had them for the big ass turkeys. They should probably should have um finished your shopping up Saturday or Sunday. Certainly no later than Monday. If you got like a few like last minute items right. to pick up, yeah. Like if you don't have them by Monday, the stores are gonna be a mess. They probably gonna be a mess Monday. But like Saturday, mm-hmm. um, I did some shopping on Saturday, me and babe. Yeah, we um mm-hmm. and um Lines were like cool, but not too crazy. So like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I finished the rest of my stuff. I did some little last minute things Friday. So I mean, I was yeah, we went in to- it, getting it done because it's a lot in preparing. Like, like I saw a meme that basically said, "You spend like all this time doing to like you spend like fifty hours cooking and preparing, and then all the food's eating in a day, in like a minute, and then it's like okay." Then you guys spend the rest of the time cleaning up all the stuff. So I mean, yeah. But it's a good time of feeling just being able to be with your family and your friends because I know people do friendsgiving. There's people who do those, but I think it's a good time. I mean, I guess like it's a controversy. It's a controversy that some people like. I ain't going back and forth with you, niggas. I'm living my best <laughs> life. Like Duval, baby. <laughs> my thing that gets me is when people, oh, I'm not doing that, but then you begging for a plate. What? <laughs> what? I don't celebrate that, but. Celebrate white man's holiday. All these, all of my white man holidays. <laughs> but I need that mac and cheese you got. <laughs> so we know mac and cheese is the, mac and cheese is the star of the. Of the dish is it's a star of the plate. It is. We got a friend that did that uh ate a plate but waited so after midnight like he was a, <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> he's a mug why and shit he waits after midnight. He's a mug why and shit. <laughs> but yeah, get yourself together give yourself ample time start cooking your desserts early because you want them to properly cool so then you can ice them i see them damn cakes cakes yeah. are crap when they're hot <laughs> i'm gonna start my cakes probably too is like yeah cakes are the worst like yeah you can't, I'm even, gonna start my cakes on you can't even slice the shit yeah it's like the cakes yeah, you cut it till it starts crumbling if you try to put icing on and it's like it yeah yeah <laughs> not a good thing to do yeah but I'm going to start doing my cakes probably on Tuesday and I'll have my helpers because they're out of school this whole week. So I'm going to have my helpers do my taste testing for me. So well, um, people <laughs> eat warm pie. You don't eat warm cake. Though. It's like, no, not good. It's like, not at all. It crumbles like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And then the mac and cheese. Yeah. When we done the day of, I'm going to wake up early, shred my cheese. Yeah. Get that going and yeah, I'm just thinking about the cheese, the mac and cheese. I'm on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, sounds good. Well, 
on a serious note before we really get into it, I want to dedicate this episode to our cousin. Yes. McGee. Yes. We lost him um, right before, right after we finished last week's episode. Like, um, yeah, like literally you know, right after. I got the text right when we we're doing our sign off. You know how we do our sign off. I got, yeah, I got the um the message then. I got the call, actually, my mom. The call, yeah, from mom. You might hear the phone ring at the end of that episode. I don't know. I didn't say uh, the mm-hmm. ring. That's our Bob telling um giving the message. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like right when we were rapping, he's like, "Yeah, we got the message." Yeah, but we're dedicating this episode to him. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rest in power, cousin. Rest in power. Right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Peace and blessings going out to um his wife Tanya. Yeah, and uh, his mom Arlen and his. Brother. Sister brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and just like the whole extended family, because their family was huge because their parents both came from big families. <laughs> so they had a huge family. So they have a lot of lot of lot of family on their other side. Okay, mm-hmm. where the hell do we start? Wanna pick it back up? <laughs> Since we brought it down, let's pick it back up. Yeah, let's uplift us. Is one I missed from last week. Uh, well, let's. Yeah, uh, should I? Go? Where do I want to go? Yeah. Uh oh. You saw Usher. He he released his Mount Rushmore of um. Did you see that? Of R&B. I did not. I'm intrigued now. His R and B Mount Rushmore. He put himself oh. on there. That's what a lot of people are like looking at. It's like, <laughs> which I'm not mad at, but um, yeah. Like, you- I heard remnants of that. Like I, I didn't see it, but I heard people say, "How are you going?" Because I remember I saw that like kind of go across like my screen. Like, yeah, myself on there, and then um, his other names were solid though. Yeah, he had um Marvin Gaye, Michael Jackson, Prince, and himself. That's what. Yeah. And he said if he wanted to throw, like, yeah, I guess a female, like he had, I guess, Whitney Houston coming off the bench. Whitney Hutton. I was going to say Whitney Hutton. <laughs> but, yeah, so how do you feel about that, yeah? Marvin, Michael, Prince, Usher. Once again, lists are subjective. Yeah. It's your opinion. It's opinion-based. Opinion yeah. But with any opinion-based about him putting himself, though. That's what people are With any opinion-based list, you got to look at stats. So look at stats, Okay. How many albums did these people sell? Mm. I'm not saying that album sales are everything because like Vanilla Ice sold a lot of albums, but he's not clearly not a goat for rap. I'm sorry. He's not (laughs) just saying. So you just can't only look at that factor of this album sales. Then you got to look at the run, like how many run, like what run do people have? Like were you hot for a year? Do people still care about your music 20 years later? And every one of these are like, yeah, uh, it's, you can't argue with any of those names yeah, that he put on there. Man, maybe, thing, maybe himself, but you can't argue with any of those other names he put on there. Another thing now, the fact that you got to throw in now, uh, following, like if you look at like social media files, because that's the fact you have to look at in today's market, yeah. like the social media stuff, you have to look at that. Um. And I think that that's pretty much, I think that kind of like summed up most of the factors that I would consider, like when you know, when you add in, you have to add in all these factors together. I mean, you know how I feel about Prince. Prince is, I mean, my Prince poster is over there. (laughs) Prince is is a goat. Prince is a goat to me. Michael Jackson, you know how I feel about both of those. Prince and Michael Jackson are goats to me. Only one I haven't haven't seen live is Marvin because he was before my time. Like I I was little when he died, yeah. He was what, 83 when he died, right? 
I was like three. I was like two or three when he died. Yeah, it was like yeah. way. Like, I always remember Marvin Gaye being deceased. That's yeah. not being funny, but that's, I, I don't remember Marvin Gaye ever being alive. I don't. Those other three. I remember I, it being a big deal when he died because he was on April Fool's. I remember it being a big deal and like our mom was crying. I remember, yeah. That's... I remember that, but I don't ever remember him being alive. I don't. So, um, like look at that look at that factor of like the people still care about your music like Marvin died 40 years ago my memories of Marvin Gaye are the, um, the midnight music. love era the, the sexual healing era like yeah because all the other stuff was like way before my time I do remember that being a hit though I was like I was a kid and I didn't know what sexual healing meant but I do remember that because a... you masturbate whatever yeah, he I said to I didn't get that line. It's <laughs> a lot of masturbation records. I hit. Did Michael make one? Because like, then Mike used to grab his dick all the time. So I guess just he beat it. Because <laughs> Prince had yeah masturbating with a magazine on his <laughs> with darling Nikki. <laughs> so it was like all that, you got to be masturbate to be on Mount Rushmore. I guess for us, <laughs> what's the Usher's masturbation record? I don't know. <laughs> I got to go through his catalog. <laughs> wow. A name that, a glaring name, like I said, what I've said about Usher, and we had this conversation off of here, I said Usher is a baby goat. I don't put him as a goat, but he's on that next tier. Like, if this is goat, the top, he's that very next one right other, uh, right under, because Usher came out like 94-ish. I want to say his first album yeah, was 94 Usher was a kid when he dropped. People forget that. Yeah, he was like 14. Usher's like two years older than me. Yeah, two a- or three years older than me. He's like in my age group. So he's he came out, he was like 14 when he came out. Yeah, all the time. Think I of think yeah, he was a kid. I remember that. Don't make me lose my mind. That was like 94. He was a kid back then. Usher was a kid. And then when he switched it up, my way, when my way, that's when he started like, okay. That's okay. That's 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 a great album because okay. the, the first album wasn't great, let's be honest. Like, yeah. Then Usher you can he, then he had a string of three in a row after that. Yeah, you had My Way, you had A701, you had Confessions. You had three <laughs> bangers in a row then after that. <laughs> my Way was that shit. My Way gave us Nice and Slow. Uh, no said, no said, nice and slow. I want to be the one. <laughs> but people ask that line up all the time. Yeah, just leave the one you asshole. Not, the how the hell are you gonna be the one you with? Like, <laughs> but people screw that line. That's why lines people screw up all the time. You make me want to be the one. Yeah, people do that all the time. He's five two. <laughs> five two. Yeah, like Lloyd. Five two. <laughs> five two and um, be the one I'm with. It's like yeah, be the one you with. <laughs> lines of people fuck up all the time it's hilarious but that's why i say usher baby go and then 8701 you remind us uh you got it bad after yeah. this night don't leave your girl around with me true play for real shout out kiki <laughs> who's hosting the soul train awards this year brother <laughs> they gotta do some usher jokes there <laughs> we're gonna talk about her messy ass too in a little <laughs> i was doing the usher day. and then confessions album <laughs> That's a press play. I don't know about it. A supermodel. Yeah, piece of A-Town Down. (laughs) The album was just incredible. Confessions was an incredible album. That was like right at the end of my college years. So Usher basically ran from like... High school to college for you. I was like... High school and all of college. (laughs) Halfway through my high school, 
all through my college that he was like just just banging it out. So he's a baby. I say baby goat. The glaring name that I would put, like I said, I agree with Michael, Prince, and I even I can even see Marvin. The name that well, is I, got you, I know is who you're gonna say. You know, I say, say? I'll bump um I'll, I'll bump Usher and put Luther in this spot. Maybe. Uh, I would actually bump. No, I would put Stevie Wonder. Oh, Stevie! Oh, good. I like. That's Stevie. what I would put. I'm, I'm like, where's Stevie Wonder? I would put Stevie ahead of Luther. I give you that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, where's Stevie Wonder? Because that was just my thing, like right there. I was like, okay, where's Stevie? Because Stevie, another one. He was the one who came out as a child. Was a little he was little Stevie Wonder. Yeah, with foot from um. Uh, Fingertips, yeah, yeah. But he was very young, and then <laughs> that's what I remember the song from. Cool, yeah. <laughs> living in the, living for the city, living for the city. That's Inter like one of the best songs ever. One of the best songs ever. <laughs> that's one of the best songs. And then what you call a song? I love so much that Sounds even my kids double album, man. Even my kids love this song because it like here's another thing about Great Testament of making you be a goat is that when your songs are used years later and just reimagined, um, uh, don't you worry about a thing because that was in the movie Sing because the elephant was singing that in the movie Sing and Ariana loved the song she loved it and I was like ah. I'm like that's Stevie Wonder and then I played the original and she's like oh. Okay, mommy, I like this. I was like, yeah, that's you. I'm like, yeah, it's Stevie Wonder. Because she was surprised that I knew the words and that I knew the song. And I'm like, this is an old song, honey. <laughs> but that's what you need to look at when you're kind of trying to decide. Like, the longevity is a huge thing. Like, years later, do people care about your music? Usher Baby Go, because people are still singing nice and slow 25 years later. One of my karaoke go tos. <laughs> I always put my name on the USATR part. I always put OZ. I mean, I always put my name. And he was in the camera and he was. But I would say, like I said, but people get like ways. On there, yeah. I know another they get guy. Ways to about another guy like people that. will put on there whose name I won't mention now. It was like, yeah, some people put him on their goat. It's like, we're not mentioning him. Like, yeah. But you know who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Could you tell me how he did it? <laughs> um, he recently sued Tasha K. <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> At this point, I'm convinced that she's going to be uh, putting on her makeup and she gets dressed like you and me, but she's, you know, <laughs> she's going to be that at some point, you know. Singing for money. She's going to be doing that soon. I'm pulling the story up. <laughs> La -da -dee -da -dee -dum. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, Krista Wars, listen to the songs. Basically her jamming about a homeless woman and she made a jam about it. It's yeah. weird to think about it now. One issue, something like that, yeah. <laughs> but we let it slide in the night. We were just like, La -dee -da -dee -da. La -da -dee. we were like hitting that and it's like, okay, this is not a happy song, but it yeah, was... R. Kelly, um, yeah, Sue and Tasha K over leaking um personal info to the press, yeah, <laughs> from behind bars, she's hitting that ass with the lawsuit. <laughs> At some point, 
when does somebody tell you just to stop? <laughs> like, like yeah, who, who got two people? possible case stories we're gonna talk about today? Yeah, we're gonna get to the big one. Who, yeah. who does she have? Like, this, this ain't even the big one. We're gonna get to the big one in a second. Like, we saw what happened with Cardi B. Cardi, she's like, cause like run me my money, cause like yeah, cause he had her for defamation in one. It's like, and she's like, no, you don't want the defamation. You gotta pay my lawyer fees too. So the only reason, only reason I had to hire the Lord is because of you. <laughs> yeah. I so told you all Cardi going to do is just get that uh, get that change to uh, culture and wave. Yeah, <laughs> culture and wave. It's not even about shit. the money. It's like it's about the principle. That's all that is. You probably don't we even. We going to get that to culture and wave. Like, here y'all go. <laughs> fun. It's like, yeah, that's their fun money. <laughs> that's their trick off money. Culture and wave about to be. Ow. They going to be. You don't need that money. She just wants to just fucking with Tasha K at this point. <laughs> that's the thing. But that's the definition of fuck around and find out. That's that's the definition. Exactly. And you can't just say stuff and make it be like it's a fact. Like you you need to according to TMZ or allegedly, allegedly you gotta, yeah. <laughs> or according to according to Bossup, according yeah, to the shade room. Which I'm reading right now, according to TMZ, R. Kelly is um suing filed a lawsuit against um US government and um Tasha K. Yeah. But they all were in cahoots of um Malik and his like private phone calls, like all mm. of that stuff to like, yeah. Because how would she know about any of this stuff? Is like she would have to have somebody on the inside too. So yeah, so she got information like through them. Inside it's like yeah. man, huh? Mm -hmm. Interesting. You know, like people that um work I work in the switchboard at our kid, the prison R. Kelly is in. You know, like they listen and it's like, oh, this is good shit right here. It's like they listen and, like Yep. <laughs> the tap. You know, you know yeah. the wire taps be in like movies and it's like we got it. Brilliant. We got him. <laughs> you know, it be in the movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she she like who who is her P like does she have a PR person? Does she have like because it's no way in hell that it's nobody not talking to her and just telling her like lady, like zip it. Like what 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 are you doing? She leaked his But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, cause come on, like you just can't put out stuff and just put it like I think putting out stuff that is facts, like the big story, the big story. Oh yeah, yeah. up to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's um the ex um assistant of Will Smith. Yeah. I forgot the fucker's name again already. It's like, what's his name? <laughs> pull that up. It's like, I have to know. I don't see my face. I'm making. Cause shout out. Uh, the first page I saw it on was Lady Red. I saw the uh the video of the ex assistant talking. The clip with him on Tasha K's podcast and the the visual I did not need when he described what he walked in on, what he saw, and I'm like. I didn't need that visual. That's a that's that's a visual that Brother Bilal. I was like, yeah, I knew it was some stupid name there. <laughs> said brother. He must be must be five percent because um yeah, because you had names like that. And I'm not not shitting on the five percent nation, but brother Bilal sounds like definitely somebody that's a member of the five percent nation. Like you he's got part of the thing of from CB4, the one what was his name? Uh, Baba Ock. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's he's part of that, probably. We're going to call him that Baba Ock, yeah. <laughs> yes. I just thought that's the first thing I thought when you said. I thought about CB4. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm, I thought about that, yeah. 
Sorry. I thought about the five percent names because they got names like that. It's like um, Give me four is where my mind went. It's like um, ah, like my name wouldn't be I, it'd be ah, Oz of Earth would be in my name, like in the five percent nation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this guy, he's the ex assistant, and it makes you wonder, like, why you're an ex assistant. But <laughs> carry on. <laughs> During um the Tasha K video, the um vi the now viral video, yeah, <laughs> he says he claims that he walked in on Dwayne Martin having Will Smith bent over in the dressing room and doing what he does. If you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> I was like, I didn't need that said, visual. That Will was a power bottom, basically, is what he said. My eyes. I was like, my eyes. Because <laughs> he said he was looking for Will. He couldn't find Where's Will? I can't find Will. I can't find Will. And then he just goes in Dwayne's trailer and that's what he claims that he saw. And him bent over as a power bottom. But my thing is, if you walk in on somebody... Like having sex, like that's why, um, it's my thing about um, his brother Baba. Yeah, so yeah, like um, I as a as a straight man, I can I and most straight men, because I honestly I've never seen two men having sex. Like I never, you never walk in on that shit. So either um, either you are in on it, that means you're gay too and shit, or it's bullshit. You're just making it up. That's why I look at it. Like what straight man walks in on men having sex? He's like, yeah. My thing is, who, you who it or, you, or you're making the story up. Who doesn't lock a door? Like, I mean, if you're having sex, like, you wouldn't lock a door? I mean, like, that's the first thing, like, but... What happened when you walked in on them? Yeah, did they stop? Did they keep going? Did they acknowledge it? It's like, what happened? All right. Did they see you? Like, like what's the like what's the follow-up with that? Like, since you just dropped this bombshell and you didn't really give a... Either, either you were in on it or it's bullshit. That's my um, take on it, yeah. And we know we're leaning, which way we're leaning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it sounds made up. It sounds yeah. It sounds like a made-up thing. You know, we've heard rumors about Will and Dwayne for years, but this story sounds like bullshit to it me. Sounds <laughs> like some, it sounds like some Tyler Perry uh, for colored girls. <laughs> when they had uh, Omari being... Uh, <laughs> The closeted, you know, undercover guy. And not to um, yeah, yeah, call, yeah, not, and not, not to not to judge people or call anybody out as I'm about to say some poor. <laughs> did in the did you we saw the video? Did not didn't didn't Baba? Did he seem zesty to you? He had a I zesty, mean, I got vibes. I definitely zesty vibe to me. That's all I'm saying. I definitely got vibes in. So who and it seems like he's who, looking who, for who, his who, who was really bent over. It seems like he's looking for his moment. <laughs> That's what it seems like he's looking for his moment. His 15 got, minutes. About to get his now because um right after that, um Alapisha Kisa appeared on the breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Jada stopped by to promote the book, which is not doing too well. So she's trying to trying to get the numbers up. So that's why she stopped by the show. I haven't read it and I don't plan. So yeah, it's not doing well. It's I like, haven't put it on audibles yet. Because I, I kind of was like, okay, do I want to listen to it? I'm kind of like... She ain't getting no credit out of me. You, yeah, I, If you do it, I'll take your review. You tell me how it works. <laughs> I, I kind of just want to listen just to be listening. Because like Marcus did download Will's book. I haven't listened to it yet, but it is on our library. Will's book is. Yeah. 
But I mean, I just want to just why not? It's been out over a week and you haven't downloaded it yet. Means that, that tells the story. <laughs> it's it's slow moving. It's not uh because she told too much before. That's why. So people think uh -huh. uh, it's probably more in it that she hasn't. But um, if people like. You told her, why would I get the book? Right, I know everything. Right. It's like, yeah, that's like with movies. Like, if you see, if you show all the good parts in the, in the trailer, trailer it's like, yeah, like, um, we saw everything. Yeah, why do I gotta go see this movie? Like, mm -hmm. we know everything now. It's like, it's you gave away too much. It's like, there's a, a, a Tubi movie I'm in that they did that, uh, <laughs> it gave away too much in the trailers. <laughs> that's right. Oz Man is a Tubi legend and shit. I mean, like, three. Three or four different things on two people, <laughs> but um, yeah, she um says that she is that they plan on suing um this Baba Ock dude, and I keep calling him. he's Baba <laughs> Ock. As far as I'm, that's his, uh, they gonna sue Baba Ock and shit. Yeah, they didn't mention Tasha. She didn't mention Tasha K, but I can see Tasha K be just because she's so messy and she's been sued by everybody else. I can see Will and Jada actually suing Bob, seeing Tasha K too. Cause I saw her when she said, "Cause like uh, with TMZ, like hard with Jada." Even and out of that and... breakfast club, and she's like, "Yeah, we suing." Yeah, she's, and she's like, like, "We suing." The way she said, "We suing." <laughs> I laughed out loud when I saw it. That made me laugh. We uh, suing. Charlemagne and Envy was talking about that. Yeah, like they, yeah, they, the TMZ stalking outside the studio. So I was like, right after she had done the interview, she was coming out. Yeah, so yeah, they was so sad. Shout out to TMZ's uh, people. Like, here's my theory. I think that after the Maury show got canceled, all the cameramen went to TMZ because they be because <laughs> the Maury cameraman would be the best character. Like they would catch all the when the girl ran off the stage, they would be right behind her and they would catch yeah, everything. Would be like... You are not the father. <laughs> and the girl always runs and then she lays on the floor and cries. And the camera catches all of that. So I think that all those cameramen. Who got let go because of more years? They probably yeah. hired them. Yeah, it's just a theory. It could be wrong, but I mean, I don't think it is. But that's my theory. TMZ starts doing paternity testing. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss the paternity test shows. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I do miss those. But you just can't, you you gotta be smarter than that. I mean, is her husband not talking to her? Tasha K, your husband. But then, I mean, he's he's involved in the stuff too. We're like, uh, he's, he, he, he's, he's liable to be participant. <laughs> you gotta know, like, hey, we ain't gonna let this dude on it. Or if we do do it, we're not gonna air this part of the interview. This is gonna be edited out. <laughs> yeah, people say, why? Well, yeah told you that um, I was in an interview years ago and somebody said something negative against um uh, J Jay Prince and like uh, the the host I was working immediately shut that down. <laughs> like no, nah, stop mm -hmm. that, delete it because he basically he, <laughs> Jay Prince is one not to be fucked with. <laughs> basically, that's delete the uh, vibe I got it. At. He's like no, nah, stop that, delete, delete him. Watch you me, can... you okay? Erase all your um yeah, empty your trash like all of that. Yeah, <laughs> so you can't retrieve. Make sure that shit was gone. He's like yeah. You just watch them empty the trash and everything. Yeah, so people do a like delete stuff, but yeah, you can always get it risk retrieved. Mm -hmm. It's always weird because like if you weren't a tech, right now, like, <laughs> if you're a tech person, you can retrieve stuff. Like if you do forensic tech, whatever, you can do that. You can always retrieve stuff. Only way, to, like, only, way to, the only way to permanently get rid of it is to destroy the hard drive. But. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> 
But yeah, he said, yeah, delete that. Yeah, empty the trash right now. It's like, yes. Yeah. And it says, empty the trash. This will delete file permanently. Are you sure? Like, you know, that pops yes. up. <laughs> it will permanently be Yes, yes, yes. But you have to do that. I mean, you got to be smarter than that. Like, but then again, like the fame and wanting the, it's a, it's a drug. It is like yeah. the attention, the fame is a drug. It is. It really is, man. People get hooked on that. So wanting to be like, I want to be this mega, I'm the next best thing. I went viral. People are talking about me. It's all about me, I me, me. Gets off on that shit, like not realizing that um, yeah, these are actual like um lawsuits. <laughs> like, like lawsuits aren't funny. Is that this is actual like you ain't got no money? Yeah. <laughs> like you pay Cardi B, how you gonna pay all these other people? ain't got no money you don't will and jada and r kelly and like whoever how you gonna tell will and jada got long money they have really really long money really long money so like people in that position will just do that just to fuck with you like you said like i don't need your money but i'm gonna drag out this case oh it's the case has been continued Oh, it's been continued again. Oh, it's been continued again. Oh, it's been continued again. Stretch it out just to be an asshole. (laughs) And what happens when you keep on continuing cases? You're going to eventually run out of money. Even if you had a little, let's say that Tasha K has a little bit of a nest egg saved somewhere. If if they drag this out for four years, you're not going to have any of that. Mm. You're not. Because lawyers aren't free. It's like, yeah. They're not. You're not gonna find any like, especially a lawyer for the high profile case like this. Not gonna take it on contingency. Yeah, no mm-hmm. money down. It's like yeah, works on contingency. No money down. They're gonna be like no money down. <laughs> and then you don't want Lionel Hutz. Like I said, we can still simply you don't want Lionel Hutz representing you. <laughs> yeah. Who was watching uh, Matlock in the bar with the sound off and then got the gist of it? <laughs> Matlock. So I was watching Batlock in a bar. That <laughs> was off back in just a bit. A boomer <laughs> right there. <laughs> you gotta be a boomer. I've never seen an episode of Batlock. Never, never, <laughs> never. So, I've never seen an episode of Harry Mason. I've never seen. <laughs> That's a I've good never one. seen. <laughs> I think when I went to go visit my friend in Denver, when we went to her dad's house, I think he was watching Perry Mason. Because <laughs> I was like, what is this? I know the theme, but I've never seen the show. I don't. I, I know how the music goes. Because so. I heard the music, I was like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Are oh, you on Perry Mason?" I started laughing. There was some old people watching the Lone Ranger. Like I was just somewhere random, and they had like <laughs> it was just so random. Like who watches the Lone Ranger in 2023? Like what channel does that shit even air on? Is you had to dig to find that Turner shit. Classic, maybe. <laughs> Cause I heard the theme and I started breaking. I was destroying shit. I was like, "Who's watching the fucking Lone Ranger and shit?" And a more bullshit is like um another story with sounds made up and shit is like um saying that Will allegedly beat up Jada after catching her with Mark Anthony. I didn't even know they had a connection, Jada and Mark Anthony. This is according to Hip Hop DX. Yeah. They were on that show Hawthorne together. They were on that show. Another show. I've never seen an episode of Hawthorne. Remember that show? I remember the show. The never, nurse, saw yeah. never saw an episode of But I don't know anything about that. And I mean, it sounds fabricated <laughs> once it's again. Trying to pile on more to the bullshit. That's 
Like, I mean, let's just call Will's already done and shit. Let's call it what it is. He's done. And well, shit. Let's just call Will and Jada what, like I said, what I said they are. They're basically your auntie and uncle who decide years ago we just want to stay married, but we we ain't together like that. They're what your is? uncle and auntie that's <laughs> still married. That's what they are. Everybody has one of those in their family. Like everybody has a relative like that that they've been married fifty years. And when they die, then it's like, oh, they celebrated 55 years of marriage. It's like, they ain't been together in 42 of those. <laughs> like, so like, um, like, God, so. like, like, like Joseph and Catherine Jackson, they were like, that. Mm -hmm. uh, when we saw, Joseph, we saw Joseph, he was in, he wasn't even living in um, LA no more. He was living he in, he was in Sano. Yep, he had, he had long left, and you know, Catherine's still there mm -hmm. now. So, yeah, but he he left years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at the time of his, she was his survivor. He survived by his loving wife of however many years they were married. Yep. If they hadn't been happy in decades, though. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we know what it is. And that's just what, that's, that's their business. What works for them works for them. That's that's them. But adding like fabricated shit on top of it, that's goofy. That's real goofy doing that. That sounds like, I don't believe, I don't believe that for a second. Like Mark okay. Anthony, how you just... <laughs> He's just sprinkling. He's putting a little extra sauce on it now. That's what it feels like to me. <laughs> what is up with all this? This weird. It's just like the legal episode for us because it's just like a lot of like legal shit that's just happening. It's just like accusations everywhere. Move the forward, next... then, um, Cassie and P Diddy. This the big big story. Oh wait, before the big big story, Kiki uh, Palmer. Jump in with Kiki Palmer. Oh yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. I forgot about yeah. her. Yes, yeah. Kiki Palmer and um, she's claiming um that dude was beating her ass. There's a, a video of the mama, yeah, that's uh, um something with the mama that's out there. I didn't hear all of it. I saw the video and then she like said Usher was gay in the video. I'm like, why are you out in Usher? Like, what what does Usher have to do with this? She like she she could dance it. Like, Usher gay and this and I what? Did, yeah. Like you just outed Usher for no reason. It's like it's. We have no documentation that Usher is gay because like he has several high profile high profile relationship with several women. So we have no documented proof of that. So that's the thing when you make these accusations, even getting back to um Baba Ock and shit. Yeah, I mean, hey, hey, where's <laughs> where's your proof and shit? It's like that's my thing. Exactly. It's like um you gotta um approve like that's why um unless he does have the receipts, it's like um Will and Jada probably will win as that suit there. Yeah. They are. Plus, he has actual receipts. Like, yeah, I mean, like videos, text, something about Will and Dwayne being in the relationship. You need the mm -hmm. actual receipt. Other than that, is like, yeah, you need proof and shit. You can't just say that you walked in on them. That's not proof. You need mm -hmm. actual proof and shit. <laughs> None at all. Like walking in is not proof. It's like you need like to show something. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but the video it did show them in a. <sighs> Like just showed them in a not great thing, and they both sound like they both sound like they just never needed to have a child together. And I hate to say it like that because unfortunately, when you have a child with somebody, you're tied to this person forever now. So even if your relationship doesn't work out with this person, you still gotta deal with this person. You gotta see them at you know, you gotta see them at graduations. You gotta see them at. I, say, I say my my thing is always like. Minimum 18 years, probably for the rest of your life. Those like definitely for the rest of your life. Definitely. Yeah. 
minimum 18 years, but most likely the rest of your life, you'll be linked to this person. <laughs> so it's like, but from like, like, okay, it did look like, okay, if he's out there beating women, you're a piece of shit. If you're a man, you're beating on a woman, you are a piece of shit. If it's but, true. Then, but then, but then on her side, it was saying like, you know, she was saying that she hit him too. So it's, it's like, it's just a lot like to digest with that. Like they both, Need to not. And once again, um, where's the proof? Like, yeah, like of yeah, the beatings. Yeah, we need. Yeah, there was a video of it of uh, him, like, like dragging her. Yeah. The video, like dragging. And then he just sounds real. I don't know. Yeah, like he's very, he's an unlikable goof. Definitely. <laughs> but, but they both just it, it's it's a it's a recipe for disaster. Like like a toxic situation. Like ladies. And gentlemen, like you gotta exit from these toxic situations. I know it's easier said than done, but you gotta like some stuff is just you gotta be strong. Stuff is a deal breaker. It's just not it's not okay. Like somebody should not hit you. Somebody should not belittle you. Those are deal breakers. Like if somebody is constantly like it's all different types of abuse. It's it's physical abuse. It's emotional abuse. It's financial abuse. Like that's the thing that people don't talk about. Financial abuse is a real abuse. Verbal, all of that. Verbal, all that. All of that is like those are deal breakers. All of those. Like it's like you gotta, you gotta put if somebody is just making you feel this big and constantly belittling you and putting you down and making you feel like you don't matter and just no, like you gotta pull back. It doesn't matter how well, well. They they didn't mean it because like the love bombing that's what happens in domestic situations usually it's like a big explosion happens then then followed by like all the apologizing it's like I'm sorry I'll never do it again I was under stress this is it's a it's never an accountability thing it's never that so if he was beating on her then it's like you know and and she did fire a restraining order against him and. You know, but then the 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 all you heard him. He was like he showed up at her house demanding his son, and he sounded real crazy. Like you know, you just can't looking like like, looking like Jody. He sounded real crazy. Yeah, he sounded real crazy. I want to see my son. Yeah, like banging on her door, like you know. So, but the resolution that I'm hoping that they find because they do have a beautiful baby, and that baby is very new. So the baby's under a year old. So like you said, minimum 17 more years. You guys got to make it work. Be in each other's lives at least for the next 17 years. Probably longer, but your lives, but yeah, I'm hoping that a resolution can be found between them where, okay, we don't work as a couple. We should not be together as a couple, but we need to raise this child together and we need to be responsible adults raising our baby so okay <laughs> like this it's a mess it is all right now cassie and p diddy that's yes because it's the newest story and probably the biggest story and probably the spiciest story is a lot <laughs> p diddy accused of um yeah we can say what the fuck we want on this episode <laughs> i'll just say sexual assault and years of repeated physical abuse by his ex cassie that's a new federal lawsuit that um we're gonna get to like what it, what ended up happening with this lawsuit. I got the original story is what I'm reading. 
Because what happened with me is I didn't even know what was going on because, like I said, I've been just in Thanksgiving mode. Like, I've just oh, been... I recorded this story on um, on on Rockford's Power 106. I do an entertainment report every morning on this. Right. My mind has just been in entertain. My mind has just been in entertaining for Thanksgiving, just trying to get everything together. So then, when I happened to go on Facebook, and I had somebody in my natural hair group, they posted a screenshot of part of um the document reading for um her suit. It was like maybe because it was like a thirty-something page document. Yeah, um, yeah, lawsuit stay long page. It was like a thirty-five page document. They posted one of the pages of it, and it was like, and then the they had the you know like the eyes like that. They was like, are we going to talk about Cassie and Diddy with the eyes like that? And then when I read the document, I was like, like read like the detail. I was like, I was like, wait, when when did this happen? And then that's when I started googling. And then I found like she filed the lawsuit. Right. Pretty much since they met back in two thousand and five, according to Cassie's suit, like it's been going, it went on all that time, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> when she was nineteen years old back then, and he was thirty-seven. So that's um her her what she's saying. It's it's just where there's smoke, there's fire. It's like it's where there's smoke. Here's the thing, and. I will stand 10 toes down on this and people, you can come after me if you like, but my thing that I stand firm on and I stand firm with this barely legal girls don't need to be in relationship with 30 plus year old men. That's, that, that's just my thing because mentally like, like people love to like toot the, she's grown. She's nice. 19 is not grown. Like that's like legally, yes, legally, There's but nothing um illegal about that. But um it's but maturity just, wise. A little weird though. Yeah. Maturity wise, you are not like I read something about your brain is not even fully developed until you're about 25. So it's like your reasoning, like you're easily to like things, especially in Diddy's situation, you were her boss. Like that 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 looks so so you're almost 40 years old. You 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 sign on this girl who's beautiful. Cassie is gorgeous. She is. Cassie's gorgeous. You sign this 19-year-old girl. You're a 40-year-old man, damn near. And then you're her boss, and then you start dating her. That that doesn't look well, let's be honest. Yeah, Cassie um wasn't very talented. So why did you really sign her? It's like yeah, I'm just been waiting to call. I'm here to answer young That's how she sounds. All I'm no saying, that, and all I'm saying that um, <laughs> when Ray J makes your song better, what does that say? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> not Ray J. The Ray J and um, yeah, when when Ray J's the better singer, it's like yeah, that's just, it's not a good sign for like your career. Ray <laughs> J was the stronger singer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, they added Ray J to the remix, and then he was like, "Baby, baby. <laughs> we heard Ray J's vocals much better than her on the record." It's like we heard his <laughs> vocals on that versus <laughs> the "Me and You" record. He actually added him; he was much better. That's all. But, but let's... I'll, read, I'll read some of the um accusations. Yeah, like oh, look uh, at that though. I said that, that's why I'll just start. But go on with the accusations. I said let's, let's just start there. You're her boss. You hire her. According to this New York Times, let's see. Um. It says um, a range of egregious behaviors that the accusations are said, including subjecting Cassie to drug use, physical abuse, and coercing her into engaging in sexual acts with multiple male prostitutes, which Diddy allegedly recorded. The lawsuit further claims that early in a relationship, Diddy took control of every aspect of her life, from her career decisions to financial matters, including providing housing and clothing and accessing her personal medical records. So 
basically, um, according to this from the New York Times, that like he controlled every aspect of her life, both personally and professionally. And people, I'd say people even had the audacity, like I said, because I've been in a lot of group things and I've seen a lot of, like the comment section and the thing that people, some people would stand firm on is she was 19. Nobody forced her to do things. It's like, okay, you're 19. You're a 19 year old girl. I'm not, I don't know much about uh, Diddy. I don't know much about Cassie's life before she became a celebrity. I don't know much about her. I don't know. It's about, yeah, Cassandra Ventura. We know Cassie. Was she a shelter? Because not all 19 is the same. Was she a shelter at 19? Was she a, you know, she could, it is some 19 year olds who've never spent a night away from their parents. It is some people who are so sheltered that their parents have never let them spend a night anywhere some, without them. And it's some that come from broken homes that have been on their own since they have been in the street since they were 15. Like, and or and that ba- even before they went on, they were like, they're basically raising themselves, like raising like, themselves because yeah, yeah. the parents were like either drunk or whatever. Yeah, like so it is like, absent those kids, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So you have like two sides of the two vastly different experiences that a person can be at 19. Like, so I don't know what hers is, but she seemed like she came from a mother and a father. It seemed like she had a two-parent household. Seemed like she did. But... She don't seem like he, a girl. I don't. I know we don't know her, but she doesn't seem like she was from the streets. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But you meet this, like, you know, you like, I want to be a singer. So you meet not just not just uh, a producer. You meet the producer, Diddy, a mogul. Yeah, who's made he he made Mary J. Blige a star. Yeah, he yeah. discovered Biggie, yeah, Faith yeah. Evans. One twelve is like he didn't made stars and total. Yeah, he didn't made stars and shit. He didn't made some stars. So you meet him. You do your little demo. You sing. Uh. What's a good song? Set me free, why don't you, babe? I'm just like, you sing, and then he's just like, okay, I want to sign you. And then you're just so, you're so over the moon, so happy. And then at some point, you start getting the thing about like, okay, you can tell a difference between like business lunch and date. You get what I'm saying? It's like you start getting the vibes of it being coming on to me. You start like, okay, like you like initially when he first presents, because here's the thing where older guys do, they'll present as like, oh, I'm just looking out. I'm like a big brother. I'm like a father figure. I'm looking out like that for you. And then you then it's like then it switches, like, okay, you're beautiful. And then it switches at some point. You're like, wait a minute, I thought that. I didn't think that you was looking at me like that. So now it's like, it's kind of like it's twisting in your head. And then you start, well, I mean, he is so-and-so. And then you start being like, okay, well, I can, you know, it's it's no harm. And I mean, we're both considering adults. You start telling and never fall for this, ladies. You're so mature for your age. That that That's like the, that's the line. That older guy, you're mature for your age. You're mature for your age. That's the mic drop moment, right, kid? <laughs> Thirty plus year old men don't need to be having relationships with barely legal, like nineteen, twenty, even twenty one, because it's like you're just—it's a manipulation thing. And then the fact that Diddy was her boss that makes it even more of a 
conflict of interest is that he was her boss on top of that. Okay. And so you get into the lifestyle. Like you said, you mentioned about drugs in the lawsuit. Yeah. So how many people, various drugs, including ecstasy. Yeah. And how many people have taken ecstasy was big during that time. X yeah. was big during the early, like mid 2000s. Ecstasy was like mid 2000s. That was like mm -hmm. the drug. So how many people have like been coerced into doing something that you now, know? I've you never taken ecstasy, but from what I hear, is like the sex drug is like yeah. That, yeah, I've never done X. I've never done that. It's like that's what I've heard. Is like yeah. I've seen episodes of like TV shows where like people took X and then it made them release their I, inhibitions. I work, I work in entertainment, so I know people personally. Yeah, <laughs> used to take it back then. <laughs> Not naming names, but yeah, like some yeah. Some girlfriends when Joan took X. No one said, yeah, so yeah, that I won't name her. <laughs> girlfriend Joan took X and then on Sex and City, Samantha took X. So yeah, yeah so, so like from what I've seen on those shows, it's like it made them like 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 oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so now you're doing drugs. And like, when you start doing drugs, drugs are a way to really get control. Because that's the first thing. It's like you get somebody who's impressionable. You get them on drugs and alcohol. Now you got their mind altered. Now you can really control them further. Because let's be real. When you get on drugs and alcohol, you're not thinking clearly. So your mind is... yeah. You're very impressionable. So like you'll just do anything. And then if somebody, the more money somebody has, it's like, okay, well, you know, here, here's a $50,000 car. Just buy you a $50,000 car. Buy you a $10,000 coat. A bag. Get you a, a $5,000 watch. Like you can just drop, you can drop like that. And that becomes addictive because it's like, because like I've always said that even when I didn't know all this stuff, obviously years ago, when people kept on saying like, you know, did he play with Cassie? Like he's never going to marry her and this and that. And then I said, I think that Cassie has just accepted the fact that she's a kept woman. A lot of women will, will rest in that. Like, okay, like, like I don't ever have to work. I don't ever have to do this. I don't ever have to. Okay. I'll. You know, well, look at where I live. I live in this nice house. I got this, I drive this nice car. I got this Birkin bag. I got all these material things. So people were resting that. Yeah. But. And you in that part of that lifestyle too. Yeah. On all the red carpets. All, all the red carpets with her. You know, so it became. You know, a lot of. A lot of extra stuff was happening. I read Diddy's um his attorney's um statement before you know, the, the settlement and all that, which we're gonna get to. It says and hmm. I um according to New York Times, and I quote, yeah, Mr. Combs vehemently denies these offensive and outrageous allegations. For the past six months, Mr. Combs has been subjected to Ms. Ventura's persistent demand of thirty million dollars under the threat of writing a damaging book about their relationship, which was unequivocally rejected as blatant blackmail. Despite withdrawing an initial threat, Ms. Ventura has now resorted to filing a lawsuit riddled with baseless and outrageous lies, aiming to tarnish Mr. Combs' reputation and seeking a payday. End of quote. Right there. That's the statement from Diddy's lawyer. Whenever people use the word vehemently, I like. I go like this. Yeah. <laughs> I vehemently deny this. I vehemently, you know, <laughs> that's just such a, I don't know. It was just seems settle, Was the settlement 30 mil? I don't know. Did it give a number or was it like undisclosed? Like it's undisclosed. 
So she. So a date. Why did I got the third? You'll say half though. She got fifteen. So let's say, well, even twenty. So let's say how fast that this case goes. She filed the suit a day later. They settled at the court. It was filed Thursday, and then yeah, by what I guess by the end of end of business on Friday, like that. So a day later. A day later, the suit was settled. And now, one may ask when I've always maintained, like, you're not, your answer is still proven guilty. You are, you are innocent until proven guilty, but. And, um, and, and settling is not an admission of guilt, but <laughs> the, the optics just don't, they don't, it, they don't I'm look. Math ain't some, mathing. some don't smell right about this shit to me. If I know I didn't do something and I know for in my heart, I am not guilty of shit. I did nothing. I'm gonna fight for my day in court. You can't threaten um that you're gonna um go public with something. Expose I me for something I didn't do. Go ahead, I didn't do that shit. So I'm be like, <laughs> right. Go ahead, yeah. Run to the media, do whatever you're gonna do because but I didn't do that. I'm not. I'm like, not gonna send you a, a a check though because just to keep you quiet. If I did nothing, that went a day later. Like I said, I'm not a millionaire, so I, they maybe their minds works different. But me personally, I'm not giving you shit. Yeah. If, I didn't, if I didn't do shit, I'm not giving you shit. You see, you see how uh, tight I am when um like with the uh, these uh, traffic cameras in Chicago. I'm, I'm not giving the city no extra money. <laughs> Keeping my fifty dollars, you ain't getting this fifty. You yeah. know, I'm very. I'm not just giving away money. I'm not. I'm well, just not. Nothing. You're not getting nothing. That's my thing. But like we said, like we're settled. Not, we don't know the number, but I'm sure is is um eight figures. Don't say yeah. He's near a billionaire at this point, so it's like I don't know if his mind works different, but and it might have not been the thirty, but it's probably well, it's eight figures. I'm sure they settlement is like whatever they settled on is eight figures. But people like Dragon saying that, like you know, like she did, you know, like she's just this and that, and it's because like we saw that on is on both sides. People are like because on the pro Diddy side is that is like if you really were like um had all of these accusations, it's like why wouldn't you want pursue criminal cases? Why yeah, why is it about money? It's like I saw that yeah. <laughs> Isn't the statute of limitation over though? If it was two thousand five, it might be. I don't know how. Yeah, the statute of limitation might be over for SA. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think about, like, just the way that the whole relationship, like I said, when you just go back in your mind, it's like because they were on and off for over a decade, and then it just like abruptly like the way the relationship just abruptly ended it was like no build-up to it was just like okay 2018 like she's like yeah i'm she, not with him and then she immediately got married that um that was another red flag too like like right after that she like married somebody it wasn't even a year like she married like seven, and then she was pregnant with like the guy yeah she got married like seven or eight months later yeah it was like that was like something was weird about that to me too like it was just an abrupt end it was no dragging him, like, you know, he cheated on me for the last time and I'm done. It was nothing like that. It was just like, okay, because they were saying the the report that I read from it was saying in the New York Times article, it was saying that he broke, he went to her house and then she was sexually assaulted by him. And after that, when he held her down and saw her, then she, that's when she effectively ended the relationship for good at that point like that, yeah, I that, that was yeah, like too much. that's what i read on the new york Times thing yeah and when i read that i'm like 
So I started doing the mental math. I'm like, okay, I'm like, cause I'm like, their relationship abruptly ended. It was like no buildup. Like they were together one day and it just abruptly ended. Yeah. It was no, and you have to do math because like what I'm seeing, like I've known some people who were DV survivors, you know, I've known people who were SA survivors. I've known both. And what I, what I can't say about like the, the domestic violence, especially is like, once like once the person is able to to get away from the person and fully like cut all that then they just they run they don't look back it's like they just they just completely just you you get what i'm saying they just and it seems like it came from out of nowhere but it's like all this time it's just been brewing like you just you couldn't get out it's like you want to get out you can't get out you can't get out you feel trapped you feel stuck you can't get out you can't get out and finally when you see that out you get that out, you run, and you just you don't you don't look back. It's like I'm out, I'm out, I'm gone. I can get out now. So, yeah. so like looking at it like that, the way that their relationship abruptly ended, that that's a red flag. And then the fact that she married somebody less than a year mm-hmm. later, had a family. Okay. That's kind of like that's like you said that could be considered another. And then when he was coming into her comments talking about congratulations, I was so happy for like the way he just came into her, like that was just. Yeah, that like, always seemed weird to me too. Weird during that time too. I mean, you can congratulate your ex. Like, I mean, it's nothing that says that just because you break up with somebody that you have to hate your ex. There's nothing that says that. But, like, but come on, it's like you were like, I'm so happy for you. Like the way he was commenting in her weird. thing when she after the breakup when she married dude, he was acting weird. I remember. Yeah, that was that was like off to that seemed weird to me. It did. But yeah, my take on on both sides is like it's it um it um. But here's my personal opinion about it um. Cassie probably was seeking a payday. It's like, but um, some of this stuff probably where the smoke is fire. Some of this stuff probably happened to. It's like it's like, mm-hmm. it's like so she said, hey um, pay me. I stay quiet if you pay me this. Otherwise, I'm going to the press with it. And she actually filed a suit. She took it further than the press. She actually went to the courts and shit. Yeah. She mm-hmm. probably, yeah, so um, it probably on both sides. It probably she probably was seeking of because um, let's be honest, it's like she probably got used to that lifestyle, that P Diddy lifestyle. Like she was there for like a decade plus. It's like, yeah, I yeah like I think he's on a trainer or something. I'm sure he don't he ain't got P Diddy money. This guy, yeah. <laughs> she got used to that lifestyle. It's like so, yeah, the, the checks aren't as big as they once were. So she said, oh, let me let's um, uh, they probably plotted together and uh, like, let's hit puff up. <laughs> It's like yeah, yeah, let's get some money out of him and shit. Yeah. That's I mean. But like we said, we're doing that smoke that's fire. I mean Yeah, like I don't heard. think it's like um because Diddy's a shady motherfucker. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, his business dealings over the years. It's like all, all these people lying is like, yeah, Mace, um uh, the locks. The locks is like, yeah, it's like we could go like down the rabbit hole. Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Like all these people can't be wrong. I gotta talk. To, I gotta hit up Willie. Just, yeah. <laughs> From day twenty six, I was like, "Was he dead? Was he shady to you?" <laughs> Shout out to the homie Willie. <laughs> <laughs> hit up Willie. <laughs> band, like, why didn't the band ever, you know, do anything really? Because they sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the five greatest rappers are Dylon, 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 Dylon. <laughs> Bad boy this and bad boy that boy. <laughs> you can't have one song and have a career. 
and one and one song that was mid at that. <laughs> we in the club. <laughs> we in the club. <laughs> what about dirty, ditty, dirty money? I'm coming home, coming home. Tell the world I'm coming. All of these groups have vanished. <laughs> what about Young Jock and shit? Yeah, he's doing radio like me now. Yeah. <laughs> going down. <laughs> How you go from bad boy south to doing the radio show? Yeah, I want to know. I need answers. But he's a shady mother. Craig Mack, way back in the day. That's the first one he did wrong and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Once he saw dollar signs and big, like Craig Mack became a fucking afterthought and shit. That's the first dude he did wrong. It was Mac. <laughs> so going way back to the beginning, he was shady. <laughs> There's still some people that think he has something to do with the death of Pac. Maybe and big. big said, yeah. <laughs> Maybe even big. It's like, yeah. There's people that's... Suge Knight kind of alluded to that because he got a documentary running on Showtime now. Suge. People oh. all blame Suge for all this. And Suge was like, if you think about it, I lost everything when Pac died. Yeah. Like, who gained? It's like, yeah. What's he talking about when he said who gained? It's like, yeah. I was like, he didn't name names, but like, I, I got what he was implying. He was like, think about who gained. Like, I love because Suge did lose everything after the pop thing. Like, and I love why why would I kill him? I lost everything after that. And like, then again, and then the glare one that people mentioned. People, the rumors were out there about like Kim Porter. Some people were saying something about that because they were saying Kim Porter was. Oh, I saw another, another Illuminati story there. They yeah. said she was allegedly shopping a book before her death. And then they said that when her book, when she died, they said her computer was taken and it was completely wiped, like her laptop where she laptop had this vanished, yeah. book. The laptop that <laughs> a vanished MacBook and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they said she was shopping a book allegedly. That's what the rumor is. Allegedly, she was shopping a book, and it's like, like it's it's just like you said, where smoke is fire. It's too much. Dude. We can admit that. Uh, um, too much out there. We don't know if like everything that was in this lawsuit happened, but yeah. We can admit, we can all admit, like everybody, we can all raise our eyes and admit that um, Sean Combs is a shady motherfucker. We can admit that. <laughs> we can all admit that. It's like, if you don't admit that, then you're drinking the Kool Aid. We can admit that he's a shady, <laughs> he's a shady motherfucker. We can at least admit that. Admit that. So, where there's smoke, there's fire. And shit. But Cassie was trying to, probably was, it probably was a payday because the checks ain't what they was like after that. That Diddy lifestyle is over. So, yeah. Let's try to get one big payday out of this shit. It's like, <laughs> so that's like and the fact that he was like, I he still said, I still deny it, but I'm one of the I settle and then I wish her nothing but love. What? <laughs> like, what? Like pleading no contest to like um a traffic ticket is like, yeah, you're not yeah. admitting that you did that shit, but um, you're not um denying it. <laughs> you just feel like you plead no contest, pay my fine, keep it moving. It's like it's the equivalent of pleading no contest. About today's society is that. They gonna find you, like I said. All these secrets, like, it's so many. Like I said, it's just this. I feel like stuff like this is just the tip of the iceberg of all this bullshit that happens. And I feel like it's going to be more. It's going to be more accusations. More. It's going to be more. Not necessarily about dead, but I'm saying it's just going to be just people in general because so many people have just been silenced for so long, and now that people are feeling like, okay, I got some protection now, I can speak. I have a feeling like this one, a lot's going to unfold. The Me Too movement changed everything. It did. But um, I think we can wrap it up on this note. 
Yes. Not another damn podcast. Definitely appreciate you supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. You want to support us further, you know what to do. Give us a like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. Talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. YouTube, your Amazon Alexa devices as well. And you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how I do it. And you can check me at MSIMA866 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, SER8GLOEY1 on Twitter, SER8GLOEY7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your blogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>